Welcome to Drinking Bros Sports, brought to you by KillCliffCBD.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, damn. Look at where we're at. What's we're up, Giorgio? We're at the desk. We're back. We are. Who's anyone in the chat yet? Let me bring it up. Let me bring it up real quick before we before we get going. We had a saucy day of talking about UFC. Welcome in yeah. to the UFC 265 preview. If you're listening to audio, mm, mm. Look, it's a we, shame if you're not in the YouTube chat. Oh god, we've already got Nico the Greco in the YouTube chat. We've got Big Lloyd. We got Jaron Carter. I mean, this is uh, we've got we've got a little crew of people here already. Oh man, we're here to talk UFC today. We're previewing. Definitely not the drinking bro casuals. No, no, no. These are these are the these are the. The, the fiends, the hardcore fans. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, the, 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 the true. Not have to winners. deal with our fucking bullshit. No, no. If there was a if there was a BMF belt, uh, these guys would definitely be uh, holding the strap. BMF belt does not exist anymore. It doesn't. And if it does, I don't know who has it. Does, you, did, technically, Usman has it. Uh, no, no. I think Jorge's still a holder. Of he that. knocked him out. You don't get to keep the BMF belt if you get knocked out. Which is true, but if anyone saw that clip that went viral going around, Jorge had this announcer guy pretend to be Bruce Buffer, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, definitely well, announced. I don't think him. he expected that, but yeah. No, and he definitely announced him as the uh, the BMF champion. I do not recognize and the number Jorge four as BMF champion anymore. Contender at the welterweight division. Got to think it's up for grabs now. Is there an interim BMF? Uh, just fuck it. Put it up for uh, Nick Diaz, Robbie Lawler. When that happens, was that two sixty six? Can you transfer the belt via bloodline? I don't think anyone recognizes the belt anyway. Can anyone believe that Nick Diaz is fighting again? Uh, not until he walks out into the ring. No, no. Do you think one of them like breaks an ankle like on their way down? <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm not. Nick Diaz has not I'm fought sh- in my mind or will fight until he's actually thrown the first punch. I'm pretty sure they fought in the nineties, didn't they? No. <laughs> Pretty sure Lobby Lawler was fighting in the 90s. Um, I could be completely wrong. BMF uh, belt was created solely, uh, you know, so he can get more pay-per-view buys, make the fight more interesting than it already was. Dana didn't have to do that. Same thing that's happening this weekend, actually. It's a good transition. A little segue there. Yeah, a little segue. A little uh, championship belt that doesn't really exist. Uh, The interim heavyweight championship. Uh, Francis has only had the belt for three three months, four months. Um, Don't really see the need for him to have to defend the belt but because it's in houston uh you got to get Derek lewis a fight and you got to give more incentive for the main event to have any clout i, I guess. mean we're i mean what do you need more than the most knocking us out heavyweight in ufc history versus a very nasty up and undefeated fighter of Cyril Gunn. dangerous kicks muay thai background which yeah i'm excited for the fight but it doesn't, the, the it doesn't most need athletic. to be this like bullshit like make believe interim belt. Sierra is the most athletic heavyweight we've seen since Brock Lesnar. Ugh, that's disgusting. The man has abs. Oh, he's super athletic, and he's uh, you know, he compared himself uh, over the past week to uh, Floyd Mayweather, which I don't know if you want to do as a heavyweight. I think he, I think it's French, so you give him a slide. I don't think he knows what that means. Well, he does have a very French style where he's well rounded, but uh, zero knockout power. He's like, I don't, I'm not going for finishes. Right, I mean, he's. But I don't know if he's throwing a hundred. I think he's throwing sixty, seventy, eighty, which is which. Is no, no, he, he's, to have he's throwing corner. eighty-eight. He's picking his corners. He's he's fucking Jamie Moyer. That's true, but I mean, <laughs> if you look at the success of you know Holloway, if you look at the success of say a, a Colby Covington, and the reason they were able to go so much longer in these late rounds is because they're not putting everything on it. By the they're way, Matthew Chap says Diaz Lawler one was in two thousand four, so it might as well be in the nineties. Yeah. Do you remember anything from two thousand four? Oh shit! Um, let me think. I graduated in eight, so I was a freshman in high school. Yeah, I remember a lot of 2004. Or my first straight title in 2004. Um, did you go to Warp Tour? I did go to Warp No, I did. I did. I went to Warp Tour with uh, Chelsea and Joe Gailey. Biggest movies in 2004, Shrek 2. Spider-Man 2 as well. A Doc Ock. Isn't that when they switched the, the girl? Oh, Passion of the Christ was three? Oh, man. How did Passion of the Christ not get one in 04? Did they come out but like a year before, and it was still just rolling? Maybe I mean there's maybe, there's a high like Passion of the Christ lost to Spider Man. Spider Man's a bigger superhero than Jesus. I, mean, I believe it. He's at least a bigger superhero than Mel Gibson. Well, Spider-Man. he he is bigger than Harry Potter though. Harry Potter was four. Which Harry Potter though? Uh, Prisoner of Azkaban. Yeah, it's like so it's four. four. Jinx. Knock on wood. 
Buy me a Coke Zero. What's a Coke Zero? <laughs> what? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> in 2004, nobody knew. No, nobody knew in 2004. Uh, 2004, I was fucking... Uh, I was a seventh grade. I was listening to My Chemical Romance in mm-hmm. 2004. Mm-hmm. Um Green Day had that out, new album out, right? American I became Idiot. chubby in seventh grade. I remember that. Oh, I saw pictures of that. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, no, you didn't see pictures of shit. You saw pictures of me when I was like fat, when I got up to 230. Oh, that's Which, By right. the way, I'm a light heavyweight now. I'm a 205. You would call it a dirty bulk, right, Dan? It was dirty bulk. There's no such thing as a clean bulk. You ever try to clean, like put on muscle mass in a clean fashion? It's impossible. No one's done if it. If you believe in the clean bulk, hit me up in the chat. I'll go ahead and give you my recipe. Um... Derek Lewis does not know about a clean bulk. Uh, nor should he. No, no, he is just pure power. One punch, One punch and we got five rounds, and we'll get to that. I think we saved the main event for last because we just, you know, I the, think we. I think the we, card is fine. It's getting let's dragged through the mud right now. There's a reason we're not going. I'm not super pumped about this. We'll be here obviously tomorrow night live stream. We'll be talking about the fights. I think the last three fights are great. Um, not really super pumped for an Angela Hill fight on the main card, but whatever. Um, no, but let's let's start with... weight fight to open up. We got number 18 versus number 19 in the rankings, respectively, which is fine. Because, like, weight, you could argue. I mean, I know you don't, but you could argue that Bantamweight is the most loaded division in the UFC. What? Yeah. Do you want me to, do you want me to go through the rankings of uh, 135? I mean, I, I wanted to start with 135. That's where I wanted to go before you cut me off. I wanted to start with T.J. Dillashaw and how his uh, recovery from his LCL surgery is going. I think he's going to be out three months. I don't. So your it's L- not too bad. No, your LCL is uh, it's like your MCL. It's the one that goes uh, on the sides. It's not the front and the back. It's not your ACL or your PCL, which are your major stabilizing ligaments. If you blow one of those at six months, you know you're out right away. This one, uh, I hope they scoped it. I didn't see what kind of surgery they did. I didn't get to see any pictures of the scars. But uh, I would like to see him back training pretty quickly. Where does that leave Cody Sanhagen? Uh, Sanhagen's fighting Rob Font next. To really see who's that, like, number four guy in the division. Because Aljo, Aljo really dominated Sanhagen. And well, he, I don't know if he would do that again, but his grappling is next level, and his jiu-jitsu is, like, better than We have no idea guys. when Sterling's coming back from that next surgery. And um, Jan's got to fight him right away, yeah, right? I, I, but there is next, of course. Um, he has to get that title shot. I think it's already or pretty much. Or do you run TJ Yan for the interim? <sighs> if Sterling's out for too long. Yeah. Uh, that might solve a lot of problems, uh, especially if, so if TJ's out for three months and for whatever reason Sterling still can't go um, to get that Yan fight going. Because I still don't think – I think TJ might actually have to fight again before he gets the title shot. He could theoretically sit out and get that title shot, but I think if – the, if the case is Sterling Yan is at the end of the year and they want to get TJ a fight before, like kind of the in a similar time frame, then maybe he fights Rob Font mm-hmm. instead of uh, obviously uh, Corey has to take a little bit of a backseat now. He just took that L, even though some people like myself think he won that fight three to two, but whatever. I mean, do we really have Jose Aldo at seven? Yeah, dude. I told you this fucking division is. St- yeah. So does maybe the winner of this fight here this weekend get a shot at one of those guys, licking their lips to get back into that upper echelon of the 135-pound division? So the co-main event, obviously, Jose Aldo versus Pedro Munoz. Um, yeah. If Munoz beats Aldo, I think... Yeah, no. No. But if Aldo, if Aldo beats Munoz, is that... I mean, they're right there, you know? Like, does that put him above Marlon Marias in that Rob Font category? Does he get a shot at, you know, I think the cutoff is Rob Font right now. So that top five, if anyone is seriously in the title picture outside of, you know, Jan, when that fight goes down, um, well, Sanhagen's out. Um, so it's, it's TJ, it's Rob Font. And then can you throw you can't throw Rob Font in there on the level of TJ right now, can you? Because I thought the level was Cody Sanhagen, and then everyone below that was the next. Yeah, tier. but TJ just took two years off. You know, I mean, well, took yeah. you know took two years off. He was suspended for two years. To quote himself, uh, "Daddy's home." You know, like TJ never never lost that belt. And it is good that he didn't. You know that injury's not going to linger. It's only ideally going to be three months, um, so that helps him out. But. Well, you know, we're losing someone from that division. We're losing Cody Garbrandt. He's going to 125. Going to 125. That worked out real well for TJ Dillashaw, didn't it? <laughs> I guess. Like, what, is he going to fight Cody for a third time? 
Uh, Cody's. When's the last time Cody won a fight? Cody's not relevant anymore. <sighs> He's Cody's really just a name you add to a list. He's a guy. If you want to build someone up, you just throw Cody in there. Even though Cody, if he wins uh, his his first fight at 125, they've already talked about him and Moreno. Right. They said he gets a shot. Which is whatever, I guess, because fucking. He's, he's got that knockout he's power. Got the, no, because he's got the name. That's why. Yeah, I know. Is Dominic Cruz or Frankie Yeager still relevant in this division? Is Frankie Yeager still fighting? Or is he retired? I, I could. You, you could tell me Frank Yeager is in like another promotion right now. <laughs> Frankie <laughs> Yeager could be fighting in the PFL next week, and we would. Believe it. God. No, the last last thing I remember about Frankie Edgar was him getting his head like. I'm pretty sure Corey Sanhagen knocked his head clean off with that knee. Yeah, I mean they, that was. Is a, he alive? That was a Mortal Kombat style finish. Yeah, um, like, are we sure they reattached his head? It's somewhere in northern remember. New Jersey. That's all I know. Um, but does he come back and reestablish himself in this division? Because I want to talk about coming down from 45 to 35, which he's done. I mean, he's come, he's come down all the way from 55, to be honest, earlier in his career. But we've got... Okay, uh, Keegan uh, Sankey actually throws out a little th- hypothetical out here. What's he saying? Uh, he said Cody versus uh, Sugar Sean would be fun. So that was talked about at 35, and apparently that was the fight that was offered him beside the Kaikar France fight. Brendan Schaub and... Um, uh, someone else, I think, were... Turn myself a little bit. Brendan Schaub convinced him not to. Because Sugar Sean's ranked in the top 15. You know, he's got a name right now. He's getting decent placement on cards, but it's a, it's a lose-lose situation, he said for him. He's got to earn the right to fight UFC, they're, they're, handling, they're, they're handling Sean with kick gloves ever since the Cheeto verify it. Yeah, because, I mean... You don't want him to take another L. No, 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 he can't. He can't. I would love to see it because I don't think Cody's that good. And I think Sean would probably starch him. I think he would too. I think the range should be a little much. I will for him. say though, I put a little respect on Cody's name now. He he used to have a glass jaw. Right. But the Rob Font showed us either Rob Font has no fucking power or Cody has a little bit of a jaw now. I mean the The beard probably helps. Right. The beard probably helps. So they got Cody at six right now in the UFC. It's uh, way too high. Uh well hope it's weird. He's getting older. He's pro- is he thirty yet? Oh. Who, Cody? It, it, yeah, he's got to be. It he's is weird 30, to uh, move down in weight the older you get. It's not usually the move. It's usually what pe- people usually go the opposite way. Right, the successful guys go the other way. Jose Aldo is about is what brought me back to my point. I think is the only one that we can really talk about, like being more successful. Him and uh, who just went to forty five and has been starching everybody. Uh, At forty five, yeah, he lost his first fight there, but then claims to be undefeated. Oh, uh, Edson Barbosa. Edson Barbosa, yeah. Mm-hmm. So like him and Barbosa are the only people to really have success going back down, back down. Late, later in their career. And it's usually because your body can't recover from the weight cut as, as well. Mm-hmm. But we're also getting way better at weight cutting these days. Like the, the science of weight cutting is getting so dialed in. It's, it's freaking amazing the way they do their water loading up. And I would uh, actually argue that he did. He is undefeated at 145 because he, he did not lose to uh, Dan Ige. Yeah, that was a yeah, it was pretty pretty rough fight. I mean, questionable judging. There's been some questionable judging over you know the last few weeks. UFC, Bellator. Oh, a lot, especially a lot of uh, weird I'm, stuff. Giving Macy Barber my win like that. Which, by the way, we got a little shout out to AJ McKee. We gave him a shout out on the Monday morning recap. Biggest star in Bellator now. Beats Pitbull, starches Pitbull in the first round, knocks him out and chokes him out in the, all within 30 seconds. He may be one of the best 45 pounders in the world right now. Well, yeah. We, uh, I would put him 40, uh, I think fourth. <laughs> I, I, I smell a rumor, Dan, though. I smell a rumor. Maybe, maybe even bigger. He's story. not better than Max. He's he, not. He, put, put a little respect on Volkanovski. True. And Ortega's better. He even said Ortega choked me out when I was 19 when we were rolling around. Of course. You got to get that back. Of course, of course, of course. You got to you got to pay respect, you got to pay homage, you got to admit that. But what if Stepe Miocic went over to Bellator? How would AJ McKee be the biggest star there then, young Daniel? Cuz apparently well, he's, he's homegrown. He's real fed up and tired of the way he's been treated by the UFC. I don't th- I think if Stepe I think this is a lot of uh, you know, a lot of bluffing on Stepe's part, but if he did go somewhere else, I don't think he goes to Bellator. I think he probably goes to Japan. Okay. And fights at, you mean I Singapore? Yeah, whatever. He fights in 1FC? Yeah. You think he goes to 1FC instead of Bellator? Why do you think that? Probably more money. You got to live in Singapore. 
Eh, well, yeah, I mean, it's true. Yeah. He couldn't be a firefighter anymore. No, no. Mm, that's a good point. Yeah, maybe Bellator. I guess it's more It's more of an American promotion. I, mean, I guess you can live and train anywhere, so I guess you only got to fly out for the for the fight. fights. Yeah. <sighs> Do you, do you, like, I mean, do you think he's been treated fairly? Though? Like, let's think about this. Like, he was literally talked about as the heavyweight goat, beats DC in the two of three, who was talked about as like you know one of the best heavyweights. And he had a ever. point. DC got the immediate rematch. Mm-hmm. Always, always got the immediate rematch. Yeah, I mean, it's not fair, but um, I mean, they're just creating titles now. So, I mean, they could have done that for Stipe too. Uh, I mean, Francis John Jones for the heavyweight title. And why doesn't he get a shot at one of these guys? That's going to happen. But, like, what what does tonight, like, tomorrow night, Derek Lewis, gone. When the, Whoever wins that fight, theoretically, they're supposed to face Francis, right? Right. To unify the title. But if John, they agree to that John Jones fight. John Jones skips the line. Yeah. The John, John, whenever yeah. John puts. So his belt means nothing. Whenever they put pen to, like, John is the, like, the non-standing number one contender in the heavyweight division. Stipe basically disappears. How does the heavyweight goat just disappear in the division? We have a interim title fight that doesn't include the heavyweight goat, who is an a- active and healthy and ready to fight in the division. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't feel like I think. What he's is going still, on here? Well, he needs to put his weight back on. He he got skinny. He tried to get hot, and he learned uh, you can't do that against Francis because Francis is way too big, way too powerful, and uh, he knocked his fucking ass out. He looks like Jan Blahovich. Like they they look the same size. Yeah, and Jan fights at two hundred five. So like. Maybe not the move at 265. I did see that uh, Gon weighed in at, like, what, 242? And uh, Derek Lewis just just under right. made weight. So uh, we'll, we'll get to that. Um, should cool. we just open up with the first fight? I think we should. Casey Kinney? Casey Kinney. For Song uh, Yudong? Song Yudong. Song Yudong's a monster. Casey Kinney's last fight, I believe, was against um, Dominic Cruz, right? Yep. Okay. Well, and apparently he's still in the division. Song Yudong. Well, he's also a commentator, so. Let's talk about Great that. Great is, is when is the start of your commentary career the start of the end of your MMA career? I would ask Paul Felder, Michael Chiesa. I mean, you even Bisping. saw you, even my Bisping. You even saw Michael Chandler back there with the suit and tie on. Oh, are you saying are you calling uh, your shot early? Well, your boy's not getting vaccinated, so uh, Gaethje fight like, in New York what City. What is that? It's might so, be is this a, is this a Madison Square Garden rule that everyone entering Madison Square Garden has to be vaccinated. Well, New York. So New York just passed. Uh, I think. Obviously, some more restrictions with COVID. So, MSG, I don't think the UFC might not happen in MSG because, obviously, Dana's been on record saying if we can't have full capacity, I don't want it for pay-per-views. But it sounds like they're going to require a vaccine. Pa- I mean, uh, and uh, they'll probably have to space people out. So, I don't think it's going to be in New York, at least for the next year or two, because all the shit is about if, to happen. Oh, they cancel Dana, Dana loves Florida. He loves Texas. He brings that loves back Arizona. to Texas. He's gonna, any, any state that really doesn't have a whole lot of restrictions, oh, he's it, fine with. Think about that. If they brought that New York card to Texas. Just look to at that. Houston. Just bring, yeah, just bring up that New York card. It should quick. just go back to, like, this, it should be kind of like a, we're sorry about this pay-per-view. We're sorry about 265. Here is a little bit of a. 267. You know, yeah, two sixty. He's like two sixty seven. Here's a little bit of a reward for what we know is kind of a, a bullshit card at two sixty five. Usman, Covington, Gagey, Chandler. Mm-hmm. Oh, ooh. Mm. Salivating at the chance of that. Ooh. Although I think he'd probably go back to Jackson or maybe Florida, Jacksonville, yeah, probably, Tampa. Yeah, Colby. He's kind of got a little bit of a base in Florida. He does. Yeah. He does. He does. He was definitely trained yeah. in Miami, right? Yeah, American Top Team. Yeah. But he le- he left there. He's training by himself now. He's got all the same training partners. He's just I'm sure uh, that'll go well. Dude, apparently he says he loves it. He says when you're training out of those super teams and the super camps, you've got you know ten world class guys in there, and then you know twenty other partners who are in there for each guy. It's uh, he says he wasn't getting the love, wasn't giving the looks that he wanted, and now that he's got people completely focused on him all the time, showing him exactly what he needs, tailoring his program and his training to exactly what he's working on. He says he likes it. So uh, okay. You know, I've, se- I've seen some athletes have success. Some combat sports athletes have success with that style of training. Max Askren won a, uh, an NCAA title his senior year at Mizzou, kind of training by himself uh, with a suffering from a severe back condition. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see. You know, I, I would love to see uh, Colby give Usman uh, a good fight. We want a good fight, but yeah, I don't want Colby to win. I don't either. No. I don't either. I think Usman's, I think Usman's way too good for him now that he moved over to the, uh, the Whitman camp. I think Trevor's just really dialing in his uh, his striking. Yeah, I mean he's. I mean, 
once he's going to clear out the division, Usman's going to be in a discussion for goat. Goat, goat. We're early on it, but it's going to happen. Probably one seventy pound division. We've got two. We've got Michael Chiesa. One of those guys we talked about moving up in a weight class from 55 to 70. Do you want to just go fight by fight? Because we just we kind of glanced over the uh, the opening. We can come back to it. I mean, it was just a nice segue at the okay. 170 pound division. Okay. We can talk about the 170 pound division real quick. We could do that. I mean, if I mean, you can do whatever you want. Let us know in the chat which which fight we should <laughs> dictate where we go. It's a choose your own adventure book. Speaking of choose your own adventures, uh, <laughs> MMA pause. You know that choose your own play quarterback thing. Or choose your own play uh, football league. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we've had a few talks talks with them a little bit. Apparently, Johnny Manziel's a quarterback. Manziel's in, in it. Uh, Josh Gordon was in it. Yeah, a so receiver like, that was always high. Apparently, you crowdsource the play, mm-hmm. and then they run that play for you. Um, if you want to see us commentate on that, we might be having some of that uh, soon. So I'm just a little little salt bay teaser for something. Uh, but yeah, you want to talk about this one seventy? Uh, AJ Gamble just said Vegas is having mass mandates. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much everywhere now, except Texas, which in Austin right now, it's definitely not coming to Austin because private businesses can mandate mass, but it's, it's not a statewide thing. No, no. And, uh, you know, we're definitely not mandating it here because you need to see us talk. Um, mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. And, and I have a pretty face. So, uh, Song Yadong versus Casey Kenny. Right now, Bullish, Casey Bullish, Kinney, Bullish. it's pretty much a pick em. Casey Kinney, minus 120 on mybookie.com. Uh, Song Yudong, minus 110, slight underdog. Uh, Song's coming off that uh, loss to Kyler Phillips, um, who, by again, speaking about bad judging, got robbed a few weeks ago, in my opinion. But what do I know? Um, yeah, no, I, I, like, uh, I like the younger fighter here. I like uh, Song. You know, I don't think Casey has a whole lot more experience than he does. Yeah, give me the younger fighter. He's a tougher fighter. Uh, real technical, real uh, disciplined. Uh, Song's real disciplined. Uh, you're not going to catch him with anything stupid, and I think he's just going to stay compact. Are you saying he's basic. disciplined because he's Asian? No, I'm saying he's okay. uh, not very. Thought it was uh, like a buzzword. No, not very risky. The commentators what? use. Ah, yeah. You just re- he's elegant. See, if this was a UFC fight, you would be circling me into the cage, mm-hmm. but then I'm gonna go ahead and diving, uh, diving roll right now, Dan. Out of what you're trying to do, <laughs> you just have a uh, fucking Eddie in your corner. Eddie's in my corner. He's telling me to go for the uh, the Eminari. Yeah. So I'm I'm gonna go for the Eminari out of what you're trying to do here, and uh, no, no, he's just not uh, very creative. Uh, <laughs> Jerron Carter's just like, just go over every fight, so in order to put my money. Okay, <laughs> we will. Man, we got an hour to fill, okay? And I actually want to talk about what might just happen in fun and easy fight. banter, boys. Uh, I can see Casey getting a takedown or a two and Song getting up pretty quickly uh, and then winning on the counter-striking. I think that's where uh, Song's going to do most of his damage is on the counter. I think he's going to stay disciplined. I think he's not going to be overexert himself. He's not going to overreach. He may look like he's getting beat up in round one, to be honest, because I don't think he's going to come out and be too uh, experimental. Um, I really can't find the words I want today. But, uh, yeah, look for him in rounds two and three, uh, probably for a comeback victory. Um, this fight does literally nothing for the standards. They are right next to each other. So yeah. maybe swap spots. That's really be, it. Yeah. I mean, it's just to see which one uh, continues his upward momentum and uh, who maybe gets dropped to an undercard. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I kind of see how that fight's going to go. All right. Do uh, we even want to talk about the next fight? No. <laughs> Not at all. Not a size bit. Uh, let's, uh, I'll call this, right? It's an Angela Hill fight. It's going to go the distance. It always will. And it's no such thing as a finish in an Angela Hill fight. Judging in Houston... Which in a three-round fight, which means it's literally a coin flip. Because you watch a girl dominate three rounds and then lose. Yeah, I think twenty-eight, um, twenty-nine. I remember Angela Hill actually. I think I thought she beat Michelle Waterson. Had money on Michelle. I was happy to be uh, to be wrong because Michelle won the fight because of the judges. But it is what it is. Just to think if Derek Lewis wouldn't have won that fight, that Houston fight back back in the day. That we are watching. Yeah, where would he be right now? Like, what 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 timeline would that be? 
man, I just, I don't want to come off as like misogynistic or anything. Cause like, I would have loved the Amanda Nunes fight that happened or like obviously canceled cause of COVID. Uh, but like, yeah, Angela Hill just, it's boring. She doesn't do it for me. doesn't do anything for me. She is well-rounded, but like that means she doesn't really take a whole lot of chances. She tries to point people to death. Um, Nah, women's MMA is still in its evolutionary stage where you can see people dominate in uh, one art form or another. And uh, I mean, she's a slight dog. She's plus 110. I w- just go, go with the over. Over two and a half right now is minus 435. <laughs> so you have to put $435, hard-earned American dollars, to win 100 bucks. It's it's a guarantee. It's not even worth it. Maybe throw it into a parlay with the over, like over two and a half. Put I think, in a parlay. I think, I think it's going Trish to stop her. Okay. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, no. No. But back to 170. Back to what I wanted it's to gross. start talking about. Vicente Luque versus Michael Chiesa. Michael Chiesa coming up from 155 to 170. Uh, not cutting as much weight. Putting a little bit more mass on. Feel like you got a little bit more power in you. Um He's a d- good wrestler, you know, uh, uh, a good defensive wrestler as far as MMA goes as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you noticed that weight as much. Vicente Luque is a brick shit I house. I know. And a- he, and a- AKA member, Coconut of, Creek, Florida. A lot of people like, are uh, titling this as a wrestler versus a striker, which is not the case because that, my dude Luque can fucking get down on the ground too. Oh, he is, his jujitsu is top level top level jujitsu and this dude's been training with killers like i think when tyron woodley was on that slide and you know lost to Usman, lost to Cov- or lost to burns lost to covington uh and then lost to luke like it's it's these guys were are all like right there in a line of some of the best in the world and they're all close and they all train together in south florida like this this is where the south florida tr- like basically train the 70 pound division and obviously people left to go train on their own um also my question is left originally because of the gilbert burns fight and they all kind of we have we have to ask the question did she is loses powers by cutting his hair maybe but he still has that luscious beard it's a really nice beard oh he's very cleaned up he looks great now he looks like a model now but yeah. he used to be like a dirt. He had that dirty rat tail. Should I bring it up? Mullet. Should I bring it up for the people? Good. Yeah. yeah I I throw it it look, look at that. Since we're at the producer desk, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe I'll do that. Mm-hmm. Um, all things considered, uh, this is also gonna pretty close pick em fight on my bookie. Uh, right now we have, uh, it's minus 115. So each fighter, they have it as a pick em, minus 115. I'm actually on uh, Chiesa. Really? Is this the first, yeah, I'm fight terrified. Are, first fight we are differing on? Uh, I'm terrified, but go I... Go ahead, go ahead and put this up on screen. Hit that number one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what Castaway member is this? What man living on 6th Street, Austin, Texas is this? Um, well, they cleaned up the uh, the homeless camp, so... But now now you got to throw up a photo of him current day. That yeah. commercial with uh, Gagey. With Gagey? Yeah. Oh, here's, a, here's a good one. I'll just go here. Uh, it's a beautiful man now. He's turned the corner. Throw that up now. Yeah, look at that. Look at that sex appeal right there. That's a no, ch- even even that, he still kind of has the dirty rat tail. That's still an older That's photo. But whatever. We, there it is. There's more clean-cut photo of him. Multiple. Just looks just looks great here. Just looks just looks like a high school gym coach. Just 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 ready to have you run the mile. Right, ready to do it. Uh, no, I, th- I don't. I don't think he gets through Vicente Luque, man. I think he Luque hits too hard. I know. He's too powerful. I, know. I think he. I don't know if he had, Luque has the gas tank. I don't know if he has the gas tank in the third. If Chiesa really pushes the pressure, really pushes the pace. That's what really. I'm hoping. A few takedowns early on, gets fucking uh, gets him tired, and kind of wins those. Uh, I see what you're saying. Chiesa, that last round or so. Yeah, if Chiesa can, uh, if Chiesa can get a takedown early. It is put, three rounds, so that's my yeah. only concern. Put Luke on his back. Luke if this was a five-round fight, I'd be way more confident in Chiesa. I could see that. I could see that. I mean, he, he only gets better with time. And, I mean, he get, mm-hmm. he's the energizer bunny. So, uh, and why? He last, I think he kind of just fucking tired out Neil Magny, right? Yeah, I mean, and Neil Magny's and uh, no slouch. Got an old, like, ultimate gas tank. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, freak, talking about freak athlete, Neil Magny. Yeah, that's a guy who will point you to death. Yes, yes. But uh, 
That leads us back into this 135-pound division that we love so, so, so much. That I do. Apparently, you don't. You're like questioning whether or not the Bantamweight's a good division. Look, I, at, look at these fucking rankings. I mean, I looked at them. Aljamain. Pitta. Pitta. TJ, Corey, Rob, uh, Marlon, Jose, Frankie Edgar, Pedro Munoz, uh, Cody, Dominic Cruz. I mean, 45 is nasty, too. Any any division with Volkanovski, Holloway, Ortega, Calvin Cater, you know, Edson Barbosa's done I mean, Sugar nine. Sean's 15. He hasn't really fought anybody, but he's 15. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, bro. I like this division. Yeah. Who's the guy who just starched uh, Ryan Hall? Oh, um, <laughs> that's a... Uh, uh, Tapora. Tapora, yeah. Tapora's in that division, too, who's a... Dude, you can't sleep on him. He's a That was a fucking dumb fight. Ryan Hall just literally did not get off the ground. Yeah, he almost got it a couple times. <laughs> he like tried. I mean, you have if you're on a hairline edge if he locks in that speaking of which is exactly how uh TJ popped his uh LCLs from that uh, heel hook in the uh, in the first he's which he said Also he got not 135. Was, no? No. 45, that's what we're talking about. We're talking 135. I know, and I said you can't sleep on 45 either. Okay. You have okay. I miss that. Volkanovski. Man, see how my co-host doesn't even listen to me? He's, he, he's waiting to talk. You know, we thought this would be a conversation, but I think it's just two dudes. He said back to the division we care about. <laughs> yeah. This guy. This guy. Yeah, I, I can drink Kill Cliff too, Dan. Yeah, yeah. I, I also have one. No free reads. But uh, they're a sponsor of the pod, of course. Yeah, sponsor of the channel. Go pick some up. We don't have official read. We're not that big of a show yet. Um, but yeah, we drink it. You don't have to pay us to drink it. I think that's a good read. It's a great read. Yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was the best read. It was, uh, it was a huge read, Dan. It's a great <laughs> read. Jose Aldo, Pedro Munoz. I think that's where I was going when I said back to the division we care about, and then you uh, segued me. But that's all right. Yeah, then you went to 145 for some reason. But that doesn't matter. As The Rock says, it doesn't matter what, what your, your name, name is. is. Jabroni. <sighs> this Jabroni over here. If you think Dan's a Jabroni, go ahead and make sure you like and subscribe to Drinking Bro Sports and call Dan a Jabroni. This fight also a pick him on my bookie. Yeah. It's a wild card. Yeah. A lot of... Uh, so, so right now we are... When did Jose go down to 35? Like 2019, 18... When was that? Um, probably last two years, three years. Last yeah. guess because he lost to Volkanovski. Uh huh. And then Marlon Mar- was it the Marlon Marais fight? Yes. Yes. And then went and then lost to Piotr. Uh, but then came back for Marlon Vieira. Yeah. Um. You got nothing. <laughs> You're just deep in thought. What's happening right now? Do you have a pick? I, I don't think Aldo gets it done. I think he's done. I really do. I actually thought Aldo, before he got finished by Pitta, looked pretty good. Um, but, yeah, no, I agree. I think uh, Pedro Munoz get, gets a dub. So, just kind of recap. So, I'm on Munoz. I'm on Chiesa. Mm-hmm. I'm on the over for the Angela Hill fight. Um, and then we did, are we both on uh, Song? Yeah, Song Yudong. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Have we agreed on everything except the Chiesa fight? Yeah, I think Song Yudong. Is, is that the lock of the night for us? Lock it up. Is that the lock it up? Lock it up. Lock, lock, lock and key. Can we get a way? sound effect? <laughs> we don't. No, no. It would be like a like a fucking jail cell slamming. I like a door, a big door shutting. I don't know. You let us know in in the chat if my sound effects uh, are are good or not. But uh, yeah, Jose Aldo. I just I don't I don't know what's special about him anymore. I don't know. uh, He should just be the most technical fighter out there. But uh, I don't know what he. I don't know what he's got. I don't know what he's got left. AJ disagrees. He says after uh, Muniz's decision over uh, Jimmy Rivera, I think Jose gets him out of there. The Jimmy Rivera fight was not impressive. I agree. 
but now we're just now we're picking the lesser of the two evils and who's who's declining more or less so i don't know i see i mean yeah last three fights he beat jimmy rivera lost to frankie so there's frankie making an appearance and then uh aljamine sterling so i mean that's what i'm saying it's just a uh, it's not like a bad three run no, it's three a, fight round. It's, it's a it's a good fight with two guys who are in a very similar place in their I, in their is, in their careers. Just so, Jose is coming from a totally different place. His name is coming from a totally different place. But you know that Jimmy saying? Rivera fight, I remember. So Aldo and Munoz, both black belts. But I think they're going to stand up this fight. I think they're going to exchange. I think they're going to sit in the pocket, just go back and forth, because that's what we did in the Rivera fight. This is a, this is a boxing match for sure. Mm-hmm. But two guys who are so good on the ground, I I don't see it going there much. And more. I think this is fight of the night. Really? Um, I'm calling it now. Dana gives them fight of the night. Now, actually, if I could lock on anything, fight of the night is the Michael Chiesa Vicente Luque fight. That's fight of the night for sure. Lock that up. I, I think it's going to be on the ground too much, and I think Dana hates that. No, nah, it's going to be a war. <laughs> Dude, I don't think you understand how much of a war this is about to be. It might be, but I. it could also just uh, – Dana might just hate it. <laughs> I, I, I this, could, this could be the Derek Lewis versus Ngannou. <laughs> I'm hyping this up so much, it could just be like – Crickets, just like laying on top of each other. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But speaking yeah. of Derek Lewis, I think this is going to be a fucking banger. I think both dudes are going to fucking just throw hands and and kicks, of course. But um, yeah, oh, two this, this bloodied Brazilians go into the final bell. I think it goes the distance, all three rounds, and I think Munoz wins by decision, and it's fight of the night. You see a lot of punch, punch, head kick. You see a lot of kicks to uh, the upper arm, trying to tire the arm out, weaken the arm. Um. Yeah, I mean, this is gonna be super kick heavy. Um, it won't be your like low calf kick fight. It won't be Justin Gage esque. It'll be. It'll this is not your grandfather's low calf kick fight. Whoosh. I've been training my low calf kicks, by the way, Dan. Have you? Yeah. With who? Got a heavy bag at the place now. At your own? No, really. Yeah. How's that going? It's going How's good. You're trying to learn how to strike. Hanging up in the backyard, you know. Just when I get home, just. Throw the mitts on. Go outside. Posting vids on the gram. Rounds. Not yet. So you can get publicly shamed. Of course. No matter how good you are on the bag. You can't post videos of yourself on the bag. Yeah, someone's going to criticize you. But, like, you know, you just go home, put some ACDC on, start working it. Just whack. Whack. Thunder. 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 Ah. <sighs> you guys I think there's a multiple different multiple that's just a mashup there that's what you did you're a dj at home actually so you're just mixing up <laughs> acdc um and then main event time main event time. we got 20 minutes to fill the main event um all right Derek lewis so you're coming guy. in i think the, the most interesting thing about this is the odds yeah well <laughs> let's talk about it, that first i mean they make sense do they i think so um i mean Right now, Derek Lewis is a plus two eighty five underdog in his Which hometown. Is absolutely insane. This is the most. Cyril Gon's a way better fighter. He's undefeated in every aspect. He is undefeated in the UFC. He's minus three sixty. But you cannot tell me a, a big name that he's taken out. Volkanovski one just did it. Just picked him apart for five rounds. One fight again. He's not getting anyone out because he doesn't people, have knockout power. I remember watching that fight, and people thought Volkov. That was a very disputable. No, no, victory. it was it was as a did, guy who did, had Volkanovski. Didn't didn't Gon win four and five of that or Volk, or was no, it? No, he won, won all. One, Gon won one two five and then he, he won all five rounds. No, there were two of those rounds. No, where Volkov he, came back. I, I had Volkanovski. Trust me, I put my hard earned money on Volkanovski. I was, and I was in the car in a hot park. I was getting watching this on my. I phone. was getting paper clipped to death by fucking Cyril Gon for five rounds. I remember. And there, the yeah, North it, wasn't, it wasn't even much. There was very high striking counts. I remember. I remember this fight very vividly. Now I did too. It was, I never. I never forget a fight I, is, or a, a, a bet I lose. How is that enough to put you that much of a favorite over a guy who's knocked out everyone in the division? He has more knockouts than any other UFC fighter ever. Out of nowhere. Ever. Right. Right. But. His balls are hot. Ever. His balls are hot. And he has to poop. 
all the time. No, he's great. I love I love Derek Lewis. You're the one that's coming around on Derek Lewis. You yes, you from the you sporting, were from the sporting since I worked here. You're like I hate Derek Lewis. For the from now the sporting you're being aspect of it. No, as an entertainer, I love the man. As knocking out, as for knockout power, he has it more so than anyone. You know he. I don't want to use the word freak show, but the man has just undescribable freakish power. Uh, and he's got the touch of death. Yeah, literally. He is. He's, I mean, when fucking Curtis Blades just fucking shot for, for that high single, it wasn't even. I mean, it was a very sloppy high single, first of all. You got to lead with the jab, you got to come in off the combinations to the takedown. But it was a pretty tame uppercut that just put him out cold. Derek was falling backwards most of that fight. Yeah, just. And afterwards, he was like, yeah, I knew he was going to shoot, so I was just kind of waiting for him to shoot. And, uh, <laughs> I'll throw an upcut. That's about all that happened about that. And that's the magic of Derek Lewis. Exactly. So He's uh, never out of it. I mean, the Volkanovski fight where he's getting beat for three yeah. rounds. Now, the better in you says what? Well, the greatest gambling win I've ever had, not necessarily money-wise, but like just experience-wise, was Derek Lewis, Volkanovski. I was at Little Woodrow's. West 6th, Austin, Austin Texas, with my friends, because you could go out still back then. Um, and we're at Woodrow's. We all placed several hundred dollar bets on Derek Lewis. And he's just getting worked for, what, fucking 14, Absolutely picks four, goes, 14 minutes and 49 seconds? near him. 14 minutes and 49 seconds of just getting dominated. And we're like, all right, this is fucking over. And all of a sudden, the hammer of God just fucking knocks Volkanovski. Or not Volkanovski. Why do I keep saying Vol- Volkov? See, I did that before one time, and you made yeah. fun of me. I know. Well, yep. he knocks out Volkov out cold. We all celebrated. We all hugged. It was fantastic. We have, I have Volkanovski on the mind. UFC 266 coming up. Oh, I hope we're going to be there, and I hope there's no masks. Because if there's masks, we won't be there. <sighs> Which is a shame. Because really I'll still go with the mask. I don't care. Now, how much? Like, I, I think Derek Lewis is probably going to lose this fight, but I think that every time Derek Lewis steps in the octagon, I'm still probably putting three hundred dollars on Derek Lewis. <laughs> sure, like, like at those odds. At the odds, maybe you know, maybe sprinkle a little bit. Maybe you only you have to put a hundred bucks on. You but. sprinkle out even money. If Derek Lewis is a two hundred and seventy-five or two hundred and eighty underdog, plus two eighty-five, yeah. Like the return on that, Daniel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's a good weekend if uh, Derek Lewis hits that one shot. But you're going to be really pissed off when you watch 25 minutes of Cyril Gaon just picking apart Derek Lewis, going to a decision, and he wins all five rounds. If it, even so, you're in Houston, so Derek Lewis may still win a split decision victory. It's like he gets dominated. He gets 10-8 every round, and somehow the judges fuck it up. Uh, and that is what we call foreshadowing in the business, guys. We're going to clip this, and then during the watch-along tomorrow night, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. we're definitely going to notice that uh, that will probably happen. Watch this be a super low-striking affair where Derek Lewis wins in decision. <laughs> Derek Lewis just shows up in the best shape of his life. He's just... He says he's believing in cardio High now. volume, just... <laughs> It's not going to happen. No. Uh, what's what's the uh, – is there a prop bet for Derek Lewis by knockout? That's what you should bet. Now, if you're going to – if you think Derek Lewis is going to win this fight, he's not going to win by decision. So, like, you need to just go to mybookie.com. You need to go to Derek Lewis by – I bet it's not even that much different, honestly. If he's two plus 285 to win, he is for sure – let's look, Derek. Let me little little search, Derek – Mm-hmm. All right, so they don't even have it. They don't even offer it. They're, so it's probably just by his last name. Type in Lewis. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's probably the there same. By knockout, three hundred. Yeah, it's plus three hundred. Oh, so s- you get a little bit more juice. Well, sure, go ahead, get that three to one odds. Because if he wins, he wins by knockout. No, I think you. I think you just take the the two eighty five at that point. Do you take the twenty to one uh, Derek Lewis, Lewis by, by submission? submission? I think I think you might. I think you might. Um, <laughs> in no world does that happen. Do you remember how hyped we were when Connor threw in that guillotine? I wasn't hype. I was on Boye. I was like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> uh, we were, we were we were joking on that for so hard. <laughs> 
But here's the thing too. So if fucking Derek Lewis wins this fight, they get, and they got to run back Francis. Derek Lewis too. In no, perhaps, and that's to bring us full circle back to the very beginning of this podcast episode. This belt means absolutely nothing because John Jones skips the line. I'm assuming Francis is waiting for the John Jones fight because everyone in Francis's corner is telling him, "Hey, you're about to get paid." No, all you, you Fran- have the title now. You have you're in the position for. All Francis seat. needed, he's like, I will be ready by September. And they're like, you got to be ready by August. And they're like, fuck no, you. Oh, no. First, it was like, they gave him a fight. When did he, when did he beat? Uh, I think March. So it's only been, it hasn't been long. It's either February I think, or March. Uh, they offered him a fight in like May. I think they offered him a fight in June. And they offered him a fight in August. And he was like, no, I can be ready by September. And then it was just like, nah, we, uh, we can't do this. And I mean, how much damage did he really take in that Stipe fight? None. Right, so like, why, like, why can't you be ready? Well, he was fight? touring Africa. He was doing promotional stuff for the UFC in Africa. Yeah, I think this like can't be ready for the fight. Like, it's uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's it's not like when you can be ready. It's like I we give you these dates. We have these dates for these right. Shows. But I think it's it more play. complicated than that. Like travel restrictions and stuff. You know when you know when shit was going off in uh, India and Africa. Yeah, that we didn't really talk about with the yeah. COVID stuff. Yeah. I think it was more of that. So he couldn't get to training camp? Couldn't. I just, I think he was kind of locked down. I don't know. Could be wrong. He was doing a little promotional tour, but you know, I'm wrong pretty, time I'm to do a promotional tour. Pretty sure you get you get him to Dubai pretty quickly. You know, you get, <laughs> you get him into the performance institutes or something. You get some training. If we never go back to Fight yeah. Island, I'm fine with that. I don't hate it. Fuck Dubai. I mean, I don't like Dubai, but, like, I don't hate, like, bringing, like, having a place where you can just touch fighters down really quick, fly into super easily, have everything turnkey ready to go for production. Yeah, we have a place. It's called Jacksonville. No, it's called Apex Center, to be honest. (laughs) Yeah, just Apex Center. I think think cameras stay, like, just set. It's like a studio at this point. It's literally the UFC studio. Uh, when you, how funny is it to see those fans? When they start letting fans in and there was, like, four seats empty. And some dude just, like, yeah, texting on his phone. (laughs) Uh, it is well, not the same fight. Uh, we got to see uh, fucking Sean Strickland talk to himself, so that's that's what the Apex Center is made for. It really is. It's not. It's not the same energy as uh, fight he talks night. to everybody. Which uh, what do we? I mean, that was pretty quick. So he he beat Uriah Hall down for five or yeah five rounds, mm-hmm. and now he's getting the uh, Luke Rockhold return fight, which I think is exactly what he deserves. He beats he beats like an up and comer in Uriah Hall who was top like, ten guy now who's kind of on trajectory. Luke's looking for a top ten guy for his return. It's a big name. It's a big money fight for him, and I think it's he loses to Luke Rockholt, and it's probably. Oh, you think he loses to Luke? Yeah, Luke's thirty seven. Yeah, I think I think this is the guy they want to give to Luke. I think he matches up really well with Luke's strengths, and I think they fight a very. I've under I've bet against fucking Sean every fight, and he wins every fight. He so does, but we're talking about we're talking tw- about a former champion here, twenty two and three, and I think he's undefeated at uh, his current weight. Yeah, now. Cause he's, cause since he quit cutting. Yeah, so he's up to 85. Yeah. Um, Luke Rockholt is a massive man. Yeah, because they, they were saying he might fight Anthony Smith at 205. And he left to model. He's a good-looking man. So I would say damage has been a lot to him. Hasn't uh, fought in a few years. No, no, no. I've uh, been modeling. I mean, I know he had that <laughs> massive knee surgery. Um, it's like two of the most unlikable people in the UFC. Nah, I find loves Luke Rockhold. You think people like Luke? Ah, people love Luke. Let's I, like, chat if you I like, like Luke Rockhold. Luke, but it's kind of like a he's like a high school jock. Yeah. I guess but there's I feel like there's a section of UFC I, fans that probably you met him. Ross? Yeah, no, that's true. Ross will love him. Yeah. Um but no, uh no one likes Sean Strickland. No, absolutely not. I mean no one wanted him to beat Uriah Hall. No. No. Poor Uriah. But it was kind of a test for Uriah, and he failed miserably. He did. Um, he did. Which is probably what we would have seen from him if that uh, that fight with Chris Weidman would have kept going on, to be honest. Never had to throw a punch or a kick. Never threw a strike. First UFC fighter to win a fight without a strike. Whew. Which, that was another thing. It's like Weidman could have fought, you know, Luke. Mm-hmm. If that would have been amazing. Do his leg again. That's probably that was probably the fight they were looking for, and they're like, "Fuck, well, he's done." Um, anything else in UFC going on that got got you excited? Some of the announcements we got coming up. I'm trying to think, that Dana's been talk. talking about. 
Um, let, me, let me bring up any of my other notes here. Um, let's see. Right, Definitely don't play that. Yep, no. Nope. Because that is going to be picked up on the YouTubes. That was loud, but no one yeah. really heard what was going on. <laughs> uh, you want to talk about Team Habibi a little bit? He just did. Uh, he's undefeated as a coach. Team Habib just Is he did. a better coach than an actual UFC fighter? Many are asking. No one's asking that yet, but he just did an interview with Triple C and Mike Tyson. He just did the hot boxing. So I don't know if anyone, AJ Gamble definitely watched that already. Well, he, he's thrown in the question already. Uh, Islam versus RDA. I think that's officially announced. Yeah, that is officially announced. Uh, RDA has been done. Uh, he's got nothing left in that division. He's just, he's tough, good, he's a good fighter. Uh, he's just from the past in a way, and the division has kind of moved on without mm-hmm. him. There's Ross behind me right now, set up with that Hello Bush hat. Let's get, uh, hey, let's get. Congrats to Gable. I want to say congrats to Gable, dude. That's big for wrestling. All right. Came back nine eight. Two seconds left. Here, wait, wait, Ross. Before you go, let's get your official pick: Cyril Gaon, Derek Lewis for the fake interim heavyweight championship of the world. Who do you have? Lewis by knockout in the third round. So three to one pays out three to one. Yeah, Ross. Do you take do you take that bet at three to one? How much you put on it? Thousand? Cool, Thou? Ariana Grande. Putting that Ariana Grande. It might actually pay out more. If you call the round, it'll pay out more. So we'll go third round. We'll go knockout. We'll parlay that if we can. And uh, we'll party. We'll party? I, th- I think it might be one. <laughs> like I really, I, yeah. think, I think you might see like a few exchanges, and then maybe like Gon tries to hit a combination, and you see him like fall over. Um, yeah, Uh but as far as I think RDA is done, I think he's kind of a relic from that 2016, that, that whole uh, Connor. he's done. Yeah, I think he's, I think he's just not in the upper echelon of the lightweight division anymore. I think you're going to see people kind of surpass him. Islam is going to smash him pretty easily <laughs> and kind of like showcase his uh, difference in talent level, uh, to be honest. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. Probably. But uh, yeah. as far as Habibi, they talked about him. He's wrestling. fucking two and six in his last, or two and four in his last six fights, so. Yeah, um, I don't know why. But, I mean, he lost to Colby, he lost to Usman, he lost to Leon Edwards, he lost to Chiesa. So, I mean, it's not no, nothing he, to knock, you and know. Then he, and then he beat Paul Felder in Paul Felder's retirement fight, which we talked about. On, like, what, Paul Felder was, like, six days' notice? Yeah. He was a fill-in? Yeah. So, I mean, and then that fight was still kind of close. It was. I think it was, it was like, Paul, oh, yeah, Paul showed up. Yeah, it was like... <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, these are just big names from 2015 that'll, I guess, kind of sell tickets, which is really what this is about. Um, and no one wants to fight Islam, so, like, this is the biggest name you can get for him. Right, and they talked about that on, uh, what podcast was I listening to? Oh, it was Joe. It was Joe, it was Joe was talking about it, because he just had uh, yeah, Chad. Yeah, other Chad, podcasts you listen to? He Chad, had Chad Mendez on, on the UFC 130. Which, said, by the way, signed a bare-knuckle uh, boxing Boxing contract. deals, hopefully, will be bringing you uh, a little Chad Mendez fight. Um, Which I'm disappointed with. I thought Chad Mendez was going to be in the UFC, resign. I was I was looking forward to well, all this boxing he was doing. He's still under contract with the UFC. I don't know if you knew that, Dan. So you can be both. He had to get permission from Dana to go do this. Oh, so you can do both. Um, because like he looks fucking stacked right now. Thick boy. Thick. He's a thick, 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 thick. Definitely on some juice. Um, yeah, I think he said he was around uh, 180, 185 right now. Yeah, I think I think he's tried to tell Joe he was 175, and Joe called his bluff and said he'd bring a scale out right now. <laughs> um, and you guys remember he fought at 145, uh, mm-hmm. very ripped. That's where Connor beat him. Yeah, which you know, Chad Mendes win that fight for the most fight. He took him down three times in that first division, and Connor walked out beginning the second, knocked him out. What's up, sir? Did, you guys talk about did we talk about Cebe with the belt, or we did? Cebe is not fighting John Jones now. That's not that's not official. I will look that it up will never right now. Happen. Ross may have been on Twitter in the other room. We have missed that, something. You, you were scrolling through the Instagram uh, search feed or the uh, whatever the relatable feed that, on Instagram, and all the fake MMA accounts have that, yes. It was suggested for me by Facebook. It was suggested by Facebook, okay. Um, yeah, that's not happening. John Jones is not coming back to fight Stipe. He's coming back for the title. All right. He will fight Francis, and he will fight no one else. All right, so what Ross is seeing is there is a leak that Dana White reveals that the Stipe versus John Jones fight has been agreed upon by one party. One party. <laughs> and I imagine that's Stipe. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, no, uh, BJ Penn's website has that too. I don't know how legit BJ Penn's website is. Um, I know he's not legit as a person or a human. Let me throw something at you. Stipe goes down to light heavyweight. He's losing the weight as is. No, I, he's he's lost too much weight. He can't he can't get any smaller. You think he's too big? I don't think he can get to two hundred five. He's a large man. Does he get considered as goat goat if he does it in reverse? He does a DC in reverse. Also, he can't fight a smaller clone. He's gonna fight how, Jan. How, how fun would that be? <laughs> yeah, that would be great. I'd love to watch a, a Stipe Jan fight, but uh. I mean, I think <laughs> AJ Gamble says PJ, BJ Penn's site is more reliable than he is for sure. Yes. He's a fucking terrible human. Um, <laughs> Giorgio versus Tim Kennedy for charity. Um, no. You'd no. have to bulk up. Um, is that yeah. why you got the bag? Is that why you're, you're trying to no, get I mean, that strike in? I, I have been working on the home gym quite a bit. I got a new stool in so I could do some overheaded cowbell presses. Uh, Tim's walking around at what, 230? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm. Beefy boy. Probably 165, 170 right now. No, Ross, Giorgio is what, 135 in your eyes? 135, 140. 140, okay. uh, Oh, your mic's on if you just want to go ahead and pull it. Mexican joint, uh, Chipotle. Yeah, yeah, the Mexican joint, Chipotle. Ross said I am uh, 140 after a Chipotle. Uh, you're, You're probably like 175, right? No, I'm probably not 170. I don't have much muscle. Really? Me. Yeah, I would like to get up to probably a 180, 185. You got the kettlebells at yeah, home. You got, got the a, the bag. I got a body bar, a 20 pound. It's a it's a foam bar that weighs 20 pounds. So you got to go to a real gym. Though. Overhead extensions. Well, I'm breaking up all the scar tissue. You got to go to a real gym like uh, Planet Fitness. You know, ten dollars a month. It's a judgment free zone. Oh, I'll I'll be there with pizza you. Pizza Mondays, Bagel Fridays. Really, Pizza Mondays. Get you, get you bulked up for that dirty bulk. Um, the uh, lunk alarm to let people know. I have to. You're there to lift lifting. heavy weight. I have to lift lightweight for six months before my body can even think about lifting heavy weight. Because if I don't do that, I will destroy it, and I will be in pain every day in this office and not be able to move. Uh, yeah, my uh, my knee's starting to hurt again. Um, <laughs> it's a little fun fact there. Well, the, see what happened is when you have a girlfriend, you take a girlfriend to the gym. She'll uh she'll screenshot your like or take a picture of like your second or third set and then put that out to the world to everyone when you're just warming up with that light weight. So then internally you have to, you know, go ahead and hit a personal PR or at least like a yearly PR. So, you know, you put four, five plates on each yeah, side of that. She, swap did, bar. she did publicly shame me without knowing. Um, she tweeted the other day that uh, she felt weak because she was only squatting 55 pounds. And she's like, oh, Dan squats 315. I'm like, no, I'm warming up. Please. Please so then don't Dan- just say I can only do one th- or 315. <laughs> so then you put five plates on each side. Had to. Had to do it to him. For yourself. And then you hurt your knee. Yeah, so. then your knee's a little sore. <sighs> do, you, uh, do you sleeve up? Sleeve up? On your knees. No, I don't, do, I don't use anything. I don't use straps. I don't use any type of belt. I don't know. Well, I, I wouldn't consider a knee sleeve to be the same as a weight belt nor straps, but... Um, do you? Any, it's any type of, you know. So you're saying a compression advantage. sleeve to help your, your tendons. That Tommy Copper? Yeah, I don't fuck with Tommy Copper. Unless I want to sponsor the podcast. All right, you heard it here, for, here folks. Uh, knee sleeves and we knee braces. We get that Brett Favre deal. Apparently the same as cheating to Dan. Apparently if you wear a knee sleeve or a knee brace, you are cheating. Craig Dulesky asking Jack Session tonight. Yes, of course. There's always the Jack course, Session. Except Jack that one time. I'm sorry we missed that. He was overseas. Yeah, he'll be in here soon. Oh, there's Joel. Fighting the Swedes. Joel, you seen Jack yet? Is Jack here? No, not no, here yet. No Jack He's yet. usually here by now. He really so is. So that's a bad sign. Um, but a good sign is that we have UFC 266 this weekend. You have a watch along. Yeah, I know. I'm bad with math. 265 this weekend. The watch along. We're not going to Houston. We're staying here. We're in the studio. Watch along commentating it live. We're, uh, nine Eastern, I believe, is when the uh, main card starts. We'll probably get a half hour early. Maybe watch. We'll, we'll start the Bobby Green fight. BT Bates said, did you see Callen versus Schaub? That's how I see Giorgio versus uh, Tim. It's very disrespectful to me. Uh, Brian Callen is a little bitch. And uh, me versus Tim would be a much more even exchange than him versus Yeah, Tim. I mean, you were holding your own. And I... Uh, I yeah, you know, you... Bo- right, so, uh, I did uh, you a favor. I cut I cut off the video on my Instagram where you were had kind of the upper hand. And we did not get to the point where Tim took you down. 
and then choked me out. And he he went he went straight for the so Tim didn't even go for the blood choke, which normally you hit the carotid arteries on the side. You put your elbow straight in the middle, and that's how people pass out very quickly. He went for the 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 muscle choke, which he puts the forearm right across here and extrangulates me by pushing backwards. And my neck still hurts from that. Like it kind of like right mm-hmm. around the lymph mm-hmm. node. It feels like I crushed one of my lymph nodes. I feel like we need to. All right. So and it kind of hurts to swallow. Your still. advantage is wrestling, which he clearly is still better than you are. Right. Well, cause he's bigger. Um, we got to work on your striking now. Maybe you just surprise him with some striking. I'm thinking some flying knee out of nowhere. Do we take an Andrew Craig class at on it at a uh, six o'clock on a Tuesday? Spinning heel kick. He could do it. He could teach you. Work on my flexibility because he's not that tall. Tim? No. No, Tim's uh, 5'11", 6 foot. No, he's shorter than me. Really? Yeah. Uh, I guess I never, I haven't stood necessarily next. Yeah, no, I look down at Tim. Yeah. 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 So maybe I work on that Muay Thai, get those knees. You kind of. Because he went for the clinch quite a bit. Uh Uh-huh. You don't want that. No, I really you don't, don't want, want that smoke. No, I don't. It's, he's real strong. Pull yeah. me down, yeah. All right, so basically the conclusion we came to is that Tim kicks my ass. Uh, we saw that happen live. And if you guys want to see that happen again, I will get in shape, and I'll probably be like a 1,000 to 1 underdog at least, right? I don't think my bookie's going to give that kind of juice just in the off chance that Tim slips on a banana peel and hits, him, hits his head. So I'm a six, I'm 600 plus? Like 10 to 1. Okay. Yeah. 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 I think this is as high as they grow, really. Okay. Or like a, a, a one-on-one fight. Do you get to use a weapon? No, no, no weapons. But neither does he. So no hands for him. What if you get like brass knuckles? Or a beer bottle? I feel like the beer bottle, maybe. That's going to be sanctioned? I don't know if that's going to be sanctioned, okay. though. But we should talk to bare knuckle. Maybe bare knuckle will do it. Oh, I said brass knuckles. Right. So, I mean, that's like one step away. But Yeah, we've really lost the goat here. Um. So, let's official rundown. Let's go through it real quick. Our picks for the night. Song, both agree. Song, you don't. Uh, Angela Hill fight, the over. Angela Hill's losing. Uh, yeah, probably. Uh, Chiesa, I have. Vicente Luque. I mean, I, I almost want to call that my lock of the night, but, uh, you know. Do it, you coward. Um, then... Uh, Pedro Munoz. Yeah, I think... Ah, God. Now I'm back on Aldo. You're on Aldo. I'm on Munoz. Okay, Yeah, they're fine. in the same position in their career. I think Aldo has a little bit more champion, champion, ah, champion in him. So I think he's going to come out on top here. I think there's a little, he's going to dig a little bit deeper. He's gonna I think that's fight of the night. Do you think the Giza fight's fight of the night? Mm-hmm. So and then slight disagreement. Yep. But I still think it's going to be a good fight. I think the final three fights are going to be great. Yeah, Except, like, the main event might stink. The, might, the, main, event, the main event might be a turd. But you, there's that always that chance that Derek Lewis knocks someone out. Uh, but I'll go. Um, yeah, did we even make f- official picks for that? I mean, I have Derek Lewis. Okay, With, I want you, Derek Lewis you, to win. You can't give him that kind of juice in Vegas without it. Like, I think this is how Vegas is making all their money. I don't know if I'm contradicting myself from earlier, but I think I want Derek Lewis to win. But I think Cyril Gaon probably wins by decision. It's boring. It stinks, and I hope I'm wrong. I wanted Cyril Gaon to be the next thing in a heavyweight division. And I don't. That, and that Volkov fight just showed me he that. He can go I away. He, I don't think he is. I don't think. He I is. thought he was going to be that guy. I thought he was going to be Francis with a little less power, a little bit more speed, and some kicks, and he's not that. He is his fucking French counterpart, Rudy Gobert. Gobert. I swear to God, if we lose to fucking France again tonight in the Olympics, and I have to dress like a goddamn mime on Monday. Yeah, so everyone I will there, not let this. I will not let it down, Kevin Durant. Just... Find a Frenchman, uh, hate him, hate on him, hate the country of France. Free, eat some freedom fries tonight. Hope they lose because then Ross has to dress up as a clown. And Monday he will be a clown. There is, n- we, there is not a chance we lose the fucking Rudy Gobert. And if he doesn't come twice. in clown makeup on Monday, in Tuesday, Jesse is putting clown makeup on him live on RPR because we will shame him into it. And uh, I want you all to know that I love AJ, all we're not going to stop French hate. We, we hate the French. Yeah, we hate the French. I do like their baguettes, though. And their crepes are good. Yeah, soft serves, not bad either. Might be a cheese in their wine. Their women are pretty cute. They are. Their language is kind of nice to listen to. I like smoking cigarettes. Yeah, me too. Especially after coffee. Uh, but fuck Rudy Gobert. He caused COVID. And uh, yeah, go Derek Lewis. Go Team USA. Oh, and, big uh, shout out to Team USA Wrestling real quick. 
David Taylor coming away with that victory. Kyle Dake battling back and took third. Beat Frank Chirismo in the uh, third, fourth place match, which is super huge, which is a big uh, competition going on between him, uh, the Italian. Uh, Gable Stevenson, one second left on the clock. Takedown becomes the young goat. Kyle Schneider right now is in the semifinals. We'll be competing this tonight around 4 a.m. for the finals. So in that four horsemen of the apocalypse, the USA can come around with a third gold, gold, gold. And uh, be really huge for Team USA to be back on top of uh, international wrestling. Your next future WWE champion, of, like heavyweight champion of the world, Gable, Gable Stevenson. Stevenson. And with that, we're out, boys. Woo. And ladies, too. Yeah. Thank you for joining. Super Bowl. We'll see you, <laughs> see you tomorrow. <laughs>